Welcome again, falling in love with Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We magnify you. We give you all the honor and all the glory is truly thine. Lord, we thank you for this day, for you have truly blessed us exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask to think. Now, Lord, we thank you that you give me what to say, how to say it to those that are under the sound of my voice will have an ear to hear. I decrease, you increase. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Uh, before we go back into the King is Coming and the RSVP, make it sure, uh, we want to invite those that do not know the Lord, and we want to invite you to uh, ask Him to come into your life. If you would repeat after me, Heavenly Father, I believe that if I would confess with my mouth and believe with my heart, I am saved. So I believe that you came, you died, and you rose on the third day for me. And with this confession, I believe I am saved and I am filled with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, and for those that uh, are already saved, we always ask, you know, you examine yourself. And for those that have uh, surrendered and given their life to the Lord, this just a few minutes ago, um, you are eligible to take communion. We pray that the Lord, you would allow him to come into every part of your heart. So let us commune. Uh, all you need is your bread, your cracker, and your water, juice, or whatever you do uh, to take communion. All you need is a teaspoon of uh, whatever you may partake or drink. Okay, and it goes. And on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, he broke it, and he blessed it, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body which had been broken for you. Take and eat. And in the same like manner, he lifted up the cup and he said, this is the blood of the New Testament, which has been shed for you. As often as ye do this, do this in remembrance of me, drink ye all of it. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for those that have come on board, that are new, that have partaken the communion. This is just something that we do just uh, to be uh, reminded of what you have already done for us. We thank you for those that have been partaking. And we know, that, Lord, that you're continuing to do exceedingly abundantly things that they can only imagine. We thank you for enlightening them and, and allowing them to see more treasures in your kingdom. And we thank you for all those that have partaken. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, we're coming from the book of Matthews, chapter 22. We did talk a little bit about the other parable that was in the chapter prior to 22, 21. And it was talking about the vine dresser. And all of this is kind of in comparison to heaven. And this wedding uh, banquet was uh, given by this certain king. Well, we know we have a king 
that one day will soon come back and we hope that you will be prepared and you will be ready and you will be like a bride, like this bride, uh, coming out to meet the bridegroom. And this um, also, there's a lot of other treasures in this uh, about our relationship with the Lord and, and how we identify with the Lord, how we should respond to him. And this is uh, something that is very, very important. And it's, uh, a, you know, compared to this certain king who, who arranged this marriage uh, for his son, this was strange um, to him that he was uh, calling or inviting those that he had chosen to come to this banquet um, ceremony. And uh, it was just strange to him that all the ones that he called made light of it and would not come or they were not willing to come. And I just believe when it comes to our Lord and Savior, he sends out messengers each and every day, giving us all an opportunity to, to make him our Lord and Savior. And um, it is strange, you know, when we think about how much the Lord love us and, and how much he has done uh, by going to the cross and trading places with us and giving us the opportunity to uh, accept him in our lives that we may be prepared to go back with him when he comes. Now, now in this um, particular certain king is pretty much like... Um, the uh, society, the Jewish society, where uh, parents back in that time, I believe, generally would draw up this contract between the bride and the groom. And uh, it is said that the bride and the groom have not met until the time of the contract that was be that was signed by the parents. And I believe that the parents vetted the uh, individual and um, thought that this would be a right fit for uh, their daughter. Um, I believe all the parents were involved at that time. And um, so um, that I believe I just wondered how would that even work today? You know, that the parents would actually pick uh, a uh, groom for for their uh daughter. Now, I know there's a lot of thoughts to that, and uh, it, it really would ponder a lot of uh, thoughts and, and, and conversation with that. But uh, at that particular time, that is what, uh, how the bride and groom uh, came together by the picking of parents. And, um, but anyway, we uh, want to uh, Consider here that these people that the um, king had chose to come or invited to their uh, daughter's wedding ceremony, they didn't come. They, they kind of made light of it. Um, it didn't matter uh, how close they were or how long uh, he knew them. It was just a strange thing t for the reactions and, and you, when you think about a king, he I'm sure he had done a lot of things for those that he would choose to come. And um, 
and um, having all this, these things prepared and ready. I mean, the best, the best food, the best drink. I mean, he really had it going on. And I, as I flip flop and think about the Lord, when he went to the cross, he uh, took on all of our sin. He, he done everything to uh, prepare us to, to accept him. And, uh, I think, um, like we see today, a lot of people make light of that when he sent out his servants and, and, uh, go out into the, the highways and the byways and, and ask them, um, would you, uh, want to make the Lord your savior? And sometimes, uh, there are some that will make light of it and there are some that will, um, go ahead and, um, accept him. But, um, at this particular custom, uh, the bride at this time would stay with the parents and um, the groom would go on out and, and go and prepare um, the home that they would live in. And, you know, the, our Lord and Savior tells us the same. He said, I go away to prepare a place for you and where I am, you will be also. So we are we, too, are waiting to uh, meet our groom. And he wants us, of course, prepared. He wants us to be ready. He, uh, he, it is not his will that any of us perish. So this is um, in direct comparison, uh, this particular chapter, this wedding arrangement or ceremony is in comparison to uh, heaven. And I, I want to go. Don't you want to go? I want to be there. And uh, we know that He's going to bring heaven down. He's going to bring down a new Jerusalem. So we want to remain uh, those that are doing the same thing by preparing themselves as a Christian people. Uh, you will remain and you will not allow anyone to take your crown. You will continue to fight the good fight of faith so we can um, make it in. Now, one thing also about the groom uh, going away to prepare the home, he would, uh, after he would finish, he would come back, but he would come back uh, unannounced. And can't you imagine uh, the groom uh, builds the house all up, get it all ready? What do you think the, 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 the bride should be doing while he is away? Well, it sounds like to me the bride... Seems like to me the bride would be, you know, pre uh, preparing herself, uh, getting uh, some of the things that she would want to put in the home, uh, getting uh, the uh, maybe some canned goods, you know, make sure they have the, the coverboard um, stocked with, with canned goods. Or well, probably at that time they didn't have canned goods, but picking out the the the, the cow and, and, and whatever. Uh, uh, foods that they would grow and things of that. that there would be a lot of things what I'm saying that she should should be doing and this is um, when I flip flop it over to um, what should we be doing uh, waiting on um, the groom uh, waiting on uh, the Lord's return those that already know him we should continue reading in the word continuing to build our uh, and build ourselves up in the word sharpening ourselves in the word and and trying to you know do the things that are pleasing in the lord's sight and um and if you don't know him 
You know, the Bible says the day that you hear my voice hard, not your heart. And every day I'm saying that someone, whether it's through TV, whether it's through a person or somewhere in our day, in our, in our time, someone is telling you about the Lord. And uh, even when we go to church, uh, they're calling, you know, making altar calls and always trying to get someone to uh, receive uh, and make the Lord their savior. And um, like I said, God is always sending out a messenger to um, give us uh, the message of uh, the kingdom of God. And um, just like this certain king, he continued. He sent out first uh, 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 servants and they made light of it and and did not uh, want to come. They said one went to his farm, the other to his business. And then he sent out more, and then they treated them spitefully, and they killed them. And the thing, when the, the king heard of it, he uh, was very uh, furious when he heard that they had done so, that he destroyed those murders and burnt up their cities. And we know the Lord said when he comes back, um, uh, all things will be dissolved by fire. So we most certainly want to be ready because the king is coming. And if you don't have your RSVP, you want to uh, consider uh, making him your Lord and Lord and uh, hit your king of kings. And he, then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready. And this is verse eight in, in Matthew 22. Then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready. And, and, you know, just those words, the wedding is ready. Well, when God comes back and all eyes will see him as he is, the wedding is ready. In other words, I'm ready and I can just hear the Lord saying, "I'm where is my bride? And can you imagine a groom standing at the altar looking for his bride, he's standing there. I, I see the Lord standing there as I speak, waiting for his bride. Many are called, but few are chosen. And here the king had chosen these uh, people that he invited. He chose all of them. That's the, the reaction that he got from them was very strange, but it was a severe uh, um thing that, that he would say, you know what? That's okay. That those that I chose, they, they were not worthy. Uh, so guess what? I'm just going to, uh, burn these cities and, and destroy the ones that, that, that killed my servants. I'm going to avenge them. Well, the Lord is, 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 is saying, you know what? Many are called, few are chosen. So it will, it will not be his fault when he comes back that you are, you are getting ready. He said the wedding is ready. It, he said when, when he comes back, we might as well just keep doing what we're doing. If you own the housetop, stay there. If you're in the field, don't come back and run in the house to get your coat. The wedding is ready. So we want to, uh, hopefully be found doing the work of the Lord. And so, he also continued to send out uh, these invitations. 
but those that he said he invited were not worthy. So as he would send more, now God has always given us an opportunity. This is chapter uh, 22 and 9. Therefore, go into the highways and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. I hear the Lord saying, as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So the invitation has been sun out. And while we have uh, blood uh, flowing through our veins and breath in our body, we have an opportunity to make the Lord our uh, Savior. So those servants went out, 10 and 22 of Matthew. Those servants went out into the highways and gathered both uh, and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. In other words, he's coming, and why he's calling, he doesn't care, bad or good. We all have this opportunity to make the Lord our Lord and Savior. He's inviting everyone to this ceremony, everyone to take place at this uh, banquet. And all he is saying is, come, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, you, and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burdens is light. Come to the wedding, because I'm coming soon. One day I'm coming back. The king is coming, and I want you to RSVP me. And uh, the way we do that is we make the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ our Lord. No other name given where men must be saved. So, those uh, 10 and 22, so those servants went out into the highways and gathered all whom they found, because this wedding hall, this banquet hall, will be filled with guests. But when the king came, number 11, came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servant, bind him hand and foot, take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are called, but few are chosen. And what that says to me, we will not go unnoticed. Uh, we have to stop and consider and make him our Lord and Savior because we want to be ready. We want to be able to have on, uh, be clothed in our right mind. And, and being clothed in our right mind means to me that, that you, you're focused and, and, and you are, uh, being found working in, in the vineyard and, and, and working is reading his word and doing those things that you know that are pleasing in his sight. And we don't want to be found naked. And this is what was going on with the, uh, King's um, uh, invitations of people that he would invite. This was what was going on. It was it was kind of weird to him that all these people that he thought were ready, that he had invited, that he thought he knew, looked like to me they kind of backslid and they began to uh, be about their own business. Well, the Lord wants us to be about His business, and uh, we want to just be found when He comes, when the King comes. We want to be found uh, remaining in him and uh, making sure uh, that we are uh, 
doing those things daily, every day. And this is what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to stop working and um, just start focusing on what, what the world is doing. And and uh, he wants us to, to, to be envy. Uh, you're missing this and you're missing that. But I'm telling you, when you make the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, your Savior, you only just begun. You only just begun living. And uh, we thank you for tuning in and and we just uh, want to continue with this uh, relationship thing. And we're going to go into some other things. And if the Lord say the same, we'll be doing the same thing. Until next time, falling in love with Jesus. I know sometimes you all cry. Then that's the questions of why. If you hold on, see it. Jesus